0: North Carolina has an open scholarship now for the 2022-23 season, and they've got a huge Brady Manic-sized hole that they got to fill. Well, who better to help us answer the question of how they do that than a basketball coach who's been up close and personal with Brady for many years. So you know what that means? Today, our very own Carolina coach, K. Pat Kilby, is back with us on today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. You are
1: Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey there, it's Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Shea, beat writer for Sports Illustrated's all Heels website, and it's a joy to be joined again today by Pac Kilby. I want to remind you that the show is free and available anywhere you get podcasts, so go right now and subscribe. Also, for those of you watching on YouTube, thanks for making this your first watch today, just like we're so grateful for those who are making it their first listen today. You can subscribe to the show right there on YouTube. You can hit the bell so that you get notifications anytime a new episode drops. And something that we've been really starting to ramp up on this week is uh, comments and likes, just building the community. And so the goal I've been setting, and it's lofty, I'm telling you, it's lofty. We're trying to get to 200 likes and 50 comments every day on the show, just so we're building that out and having a great time with it. Well, as I said in the cold open, Carolina has a scholarship available now. So let me set the stage a little bit, and then we're gonna start talking with Coach Pack and uh, get just his good wisdom on where we're headed today. So North Carolina, as we all know, got back four of their five starters. And unfortunately, there was this gaping hole left uh, with Brady Manic's beautiful flowing locks. Until this week, there was no way to fill that hole outside of the roster, but then Kerwin Walton entered the transfer portal and is going to commit elsewhere, and that means there is now a scholarship available. So the question becomes, and the question we're trying to answer today, how should the Tar Heels use their free scholarship? Uh, I said, and you heard me say this earlier in the week, that out of all the options, I think it's going to be a transfer, but we want to think about what that means, what that looks like, what the Tar Heels are leaving behind uh, not having Brady. And so, who better to help us answer that question than Pat Kilby, Coach K, a man who has worked up close and personal with Brady for a long time. Coach K, welcome in. So glad to have you back on the show.
1: Well, man, first of all, it's awesome to be back. Feels good for the the real Carolina blue Luke, Coach K to be back on the podcast, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, so Brady, man, I'm, it's it's uh, just him is is a huge hole. I mean, you you mentioned it, and uh, first of all, for the Carolina family to lose his personality and the 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 dude is just lovable. Yeah, he's he's a lovable guy. And so <laughs> he uh, is. I, yeah. Tar Heel Nation picked up on that. I mean, I don't know. That I've ever seen anyone come in in just one year. And so quickly, a fan base to just fall in love with a guy. I mean, he—he yeah. he was like the perfect fit at the perfect time. And so, uh, not only is he an awesome player, but just a great fit in general for Tar, Tar Heel Nation. So, it's going to be a huge hole to to fill.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and so, uh, as I see it, I think. A lot of people are under, like, because of, it's absolutely great that the other four guys are back. Davis, Love, uh, Leakey, and Armando. Like, it's phenomenal that they're back. And I think people, uh, national media and fans are all kind of assuming, like, so that means we're just going to keep rolling the way we were. But I think a lot of folks, and tell me if you think I'm wrong here, are underestimating what a huge role and huge impact uh, Brady had on the team. Yeah, uh, I definitely
1: agree with that statement. And so basically, you know, Brady has, he does so much for Carolina that I felt like goes unnoticed. And, um, I Mm -hmm. mean, first of all, you, you just look at Brady and you see, you know, from start to finish, you can see his unselfishness just all over the program. And, you know, I mean, when you really look at it, like, uh, the beginning, especially Dawson Garcia was the starter. And Brady would come off of the bench because that's what Coach Davis thought was best for the team. Not only did he come yeah. off the bench, he did it the right way, and he was a good teammate. Uh, it didn't affect the way uh, that he played the game and the way. And so, uh, just losing that in and of itself, is not easy to replace, especially in the name, image, and likeness era when guys sure. are about me, yeah. me, 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 and I got to get my shot so I can get my money. And so, I mean, it's it's just tough to find somebody like that with that attribute these days.
0: What What is built into, like, what's built into his DNA that is unique to him? So I think, well, first of all, I think um, we
1: can all give credit to his shot making ability <laughs> for his size and <laughs> My um, goodness! For, you know, yeah, for his height and weight to just be able to to pick and pop and stretch the floor, and you know, he's one of those guys that when he shoots it, you think it's going in, and um, <laughs> so that in itself is is unique about him. Uh, but one of the things that I think is unique and that I think Carolina will miss is well, two things really: his grit and his toughness. Um, Brady, hmm. well, you just look at the national championship game. I mean, the guy took. One of the hardest shots we've ever seen just straight to the head and was he out yeah. for a second yeah probably but he kept playing and so uh, he uh, you know he persevered and he was he was the leading charge taker on the team he just did a lot of little things that translate to winning and that's where I kind of want to transition that to the other thing that's unique about him mm. and what's in his DNA is the veteran leadership and experience that he brings to the table. Um, college basketball, it's been, you know, it's shown time and time again, the older the team, the more you win. Yes. And that's because you have to learn how to win. And these one and dones that come in, it's not to take anything away from them. They're very talented people. Absolutely. Absolutely. But 21 and 22 year olds, 23 year olds, they win in college basketball. And, uh, and he brought that to the table. And I think that in itself, is going to be good. really, really tough to replace. You can't just find that anywhere. And then you start talking about, you know, we mentioned his toughness, his experience, his shooting, and his unselfishness. That's four tough things to replace. Gosh, so, yeah, uh, it's Man. it's a big hole for the Tar Heels.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things we're going to move to here in just a second is, is you've done some analyzing of the, of the current roster and and who might be able to bring some of that. Um, and, and so we're going to talk more about that in, in just a second. But what, like, do you have, like, just thinking about your time with Brady in high school, is there like, like a, a memory you have or something that happened in a game or something off the court that could just like exemplifies what you're talking about?
1: Um, I don't
0: know that I could point to any one
1: specific thing, but I can yeah. tell you, um, so I, for those that don't know, I work at the same high school that Brady played at. And Brady still holds the record for the most charges taken in a season. He took 36 charges his senior year. Now, a guy that's six foot eight, six foot nine, 250 pounds in high school basketball, taking 36 charges, that's one thing and one thing only. The guy wants to win and he's willing to do whatever it takes to do that. And so uh, that speaks to, I mean, just him as a player, but also his character and just the tough toughness and grit that he brings, and competitive spirit. Takes,
0: yeah, man. Absolutely, I, I, that is a perfect example. Pack like the the man can obviously, as you said, he's a walking bucket. Like can it it really does? Like you said, it feels like every time he releases that quick trigger, like it's going in. Uh, But I think it it says so much about, like you said, it's not just about grit and toughness. It's about, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to help this team win a basketball game. And uh, that's a... Big, big loss. Who's going to step in and do that? Well, we're going to figure out a little more about that in just a second as as Pac's going to talk to us some about what he sees on the roster, um, what exactly the coaching staff might need to do to help replace some of that on and off court production that Brady brought to the team. But first, let me tell you just a little bit about Bilt Bar. Summer is coming and you're going to need some food on the go. And so Built Bars are a perfect option for your entire family that you can take on a trip or on a picnic. You just throw them in the bags and they're ready to go. And so you can make sure that everyone has a bar that you are fueled for all your summer adventures. Keep in mind, all Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with these Built Bars, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it at the same time. And have you enjoyed, uh, have you tried those puffs yet? They're so good. They come in crazy cool flavors like banana cream pie and churro. I would love uh, to, to, I've, I've had the churro really want to dig into that banana cream pie as well. If just those individual flavors aren't enough for you, you can get a mixed box that's got 12 worth of the bars and the puffs, whatever you need to do. And when you think about the, the, the numbers on it, we're talking just 130 calories, four grams of sugar, only four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That's great numbers. And when you compare that to a regular candy bar, I know what option I'm picking every time. Pac, he does too. He's choosing Built Bars. So how do you take care of this? How do you handle it? Well, uh, you go to Bilt.com and you use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off of your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Hey, once again, I want to give a special shout out to those of you watching on YouTube. Why? Because you're just blowing this channel up and it's crazy cool. And, and not just that the numbers are coming, but it's that there's a, a cool community being built. Let me give you an example. This is from Nat Shramel who uh, commented on the the video from earlier in the week when Kerwin Walton decided to transfer. And he said this, I love how positive and empathetic the comments on this channel are. Posts popping up on Facebook about Kerwin are reeking of negativity, verging on cruelty. Great people here for sure. And man, I I just love, I love what that says because that is what the Carolina family should be. And so I love this healthy dynamic that, that we're building here. You know what I mean, Pac? Does that make sense to you? It absolutely does. And I agree with you. I think it's awesome that
1: uh, Carolina Nation is represented well on the YouTube channel. And uh, that's exactly what
0: we should be about. Yeah, man, so fun. So uh, let's transition right into talking about um, Pac. Here, here's my question for you. When you analyze the roster, the needs, uh, and, and the potential routes the staff could go, you know, there might not be a one for one replacement for Brady. So, what else could they do? What do you think they need to look for in replacing him?
1: So uh, I think the main thing, I think all Carolina nation can agree with, with two things for sure. Um, There needs to be an emphasis on defensive growth. That's, that's something that certainly improved towards the end of the year. Uh, But can you ever be good enough defensively? Honestly, I mean, (laughs) that's something that that needs to be improved upon and and consistently too and i think that they know that um and then the other thing is depth Mm. which the the lack of depth is what created the iron five um but the problem is if and i hope to goodness this doesn't happen fingers crossed tar heels nation but if we have an injury (laughs) then like to armando like to armando exactly uh, we need to be able to provide depth, and that you know, huge shout out to Puff Johnson for the way he stepped up in the national <sighs> championship. Absolutely, uh, with Absolutely. all the the craziness that happened in that game. But, but we need that consistently, and so I think those are two things that we're looking at. Uh, we definitely have some help incoming with with the incoming freshman class. Um, but I will say this: I think because uh, the radar things that North Carolina needs to be looking for, uh, first of mm. all, is rebounding. Um, Brady was an underrated rebounder So we're going to be losing that Um, Baycott, foul trouble If he has to come off the floor If we need to spell him for a bit We've got to have guys on the floor that can rebound And so I think that that might be a hole That we look to fill And then uh, shooting And so, which we have some But we're also losing some in Brady And so uh, those are to me, those are the things that stand out on the roster of yeah. we can improve this. And the cool thing is for Tar Heel Nation, there are players out there that fit that mold really, Absolutely. really well. And so yeah. there's a lot to be encouraged about.
0: I agree with you there. One of the thing, I want to go back to something you said there, Pac, about the depth. And this is something I, I want us to talk about more. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the depth more in depth uh, at in another show this summer. But one of the things I've been wrestling a lot with is we have such a small sample size at this point of coach Davis. And I'm really curious to see, was that a, just a one-off for this year? Cause those five were so far, uh, so much better than the rest of the roster. Or is that just, or is Carolina under Hubert Davis just going to play a shorter rotation? What, what, are, like, I know we, we don't know yet, but what are your initial thoughts on that?
1: Well, I honestly think, it could be a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is I love, maybe this is just a coach in me, but I love the fact that Hubert plays his best players the most. And yeah. uh, I, I watch a lot of teams play at the high school and the college level, and it almost feels like they're just trying to satisfy some players on their roster, especially with the way kids move. And so what I'm trying to yeah. say is depth sometimes is 10 or 11 deep on teams and uh i don't think that you can be effective that way um awesome. I, I think that seven to eight rotation you know by the end of the season maybe eight to nine players is satisfactory you can cool. win that way and you can have your roles but um i don't think that you can go much deeper than that and be efficient and be consistent and so i think that 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 plays a piece in it um that that I think he loves just he there's a comfort level to having your best players on the floor. You know, as a mm-hmm. coach, you feel um, very comfortable with that, especially in your guard play. And so, R.J. Davis and Caleb Love not coming off the floor means Coach Davis feels really comfortable with them out there, and he doesn't want to Absolutely. risk that. And yeah. I don't yeah. blame him. Uh, yeah. But I also think to the flip, uh, Hubert is young. You know, this was his first year, and I think that that might be something he looks to improve upon as a coach.
0: Yep. Yep. Man, that's good. And like uh, you talk about the backcourt, like I think Seth Trimble this year is going to be a more reliable backup to either of those guys than, than Carolina. I mean, there just wasn't another true guard uh, available this year once Anthony Harris was gone and Kerwin is, that's not his game, you know? So that's, that's really interesting. Um, So before we move in our, in our last segment to talking about who you think is the ideal person uh, to fill this hole, I I see three kind of main options for how to utilize this scholarship. And I'm curious what you think would be the wisest investment with that open scholarship. So you've got, you know, we, we've been talking transfer essentially, um but there's also the possibility you could go out and recruit an a, a class of 2022, you know, another incoming freshman to mm-hmm. add um to the four that are already in. Or you could stand pat and just say, "Hey, this is our roster. We're going to give the scholarship to a walk-on which Coach Williams did a couple times in his last several years." And then what's nice about that is in this era of um the the transfer portal is you know you've got that scholarship next year, if you want to go out and offer it to somebody, because you don't have to give it, you know, it's a one year commitment, you don't have to give it. So um, when you think about bringing in a freshman, getting a transfer, who's ready now, or giving it to a walk on, what do you think is the wisest use of that right now?
1: Well, first of all, the third option is one I haven't thought of yet. And Mm. uh, I know that probably sounds crazy. How have you not thought of that? But (laughs) <laughs> that just hasn't, especially with the transfer portal. Like yeah. you don't even th- you think, well, we're going to go fill that. Um, but that one is an interesting option because that doesn't really mess with the team chemistry. Yeah. And whereas you bring someone else in, that might get it's a big in the risk. Way of that you run big risk. Um, yeah. So I like that option, but I don't choose that one. I think the transfer portal is definitely the way to go. Uh, Because I think there are guys out there that fit the North Carolina basketball mold and that would be a nice fit with this roster.
0: Cool. Man, well, I think it's about time to get to who you think that is, because Pac and I were talking, and he said, listen, Isaac, I've got a guy, I I, <laughs> I, I, I want to I share it with the world, who I think it is, and man, I am excited to hear this myself. But before we get there, going to keep the anticipation building a little longer, and I want to tell you <laughs> a little bit about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's nearly impossible for your local auto parts store to have everything you need for every model and every make of every car. Plus, when I go up there, I don't know what kind of trim my Honda Pilot is. I just, I've got a Honda Pilot, and that's your job to figure it out. And so I don't want to wait while a a customer service person tries to go find my part and looks it up, when instead, I could just go to rockauto.com and find it for myself. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. That consistency is something that you can believe in. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer and their inventory has everything that you need. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Because amazing selection reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Okay, Pat Kilby, Coach K. It is the moment of truth. We've been talking about all of this, about we've got this uh Brady Manic sized hole that the Tar Heels need to fill, and, and I'm of the same mind with you, man. I, I completely agree with what you said. Um, I think it's worth the risk of the team chemistry to go out and find someone that can step in now. Um, and and here's the thing: the I don't think that Hubert Davis is the type of coach that's just going to go grab somebody without talking to his players first to say, "Is this somebody you think you could play with?" Like, I, I just that's not what he's going to do. Now mm-hmm. earlier earlier in the week, folks, remember, you might remember we talked about some of some of the uh, targets that might be out there. Not not really knowing who the Tar Heels are actually talking to. Several of those are off the board now. Um, Baylor Shireman from South Dakota State. Amani Bates has cut his list down. He hasn't announced yet, um, but the Tar Heels aren't on it. And that's one of those chemistry build. I do not want Amani Bates on my team. Um, And then Manny Bates from NC State, who was not a real thing anyway, but he's going to announce um, later this afternoon if you're uh, watching or listening on Wednesday. So... Let me give it to you just right here off the top of this segment, and then we'll unpack it some more. Pat Kilby, who do you think Carolina should go after to fill their open scholarship? Well, I think
1: Matthew Meyer is the perfect fit for this role. Ooh, Um, okay. Okay. So so to kind of defend my decision a little bit here, I think uh, he is very similar to Brady. And you can see that. Uh, I live in Oklahoma. I live in Big 12 country, so I watch him play plenty. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's he's just a, an unselfish guy. He's mm. He brings toughness. He brings grit. You know, when Brady came to North Carolina, he played four years for a Hall of Fame coach and Lon Kruger. Yeah. And uh, Matthew Meyer has had a similar experience in a future Hall of Fame coach, Scott Drew. And he's Absolutely. And he's been playing for him, and so he's well coached. He's, uh, he's got the grit, he's got the toughness, he's a shot maker. And I believe, honestly, uh, that he actually brings a little bit more athleticism and defensive yeah. ability to the yeah. table. Um, yeah. And so I, I think that he would, now he's not as good of a shooter. Uh, so there's yep. a little give and take there. Uh, I do think yep. that he would be the right fit. And the cool thing about him that excites me the most is he's a national champion. So he has the veteran leadership experience, knowledge. He knows what it takes to get there, and so he's the perfect fit for the Tar Heels, in my opinion.
0: Woo! All right, you hear it from Pat Kilby. I, I, I'm with you, man. I think this is the right fit. Let's get, a, let's just make a a Big Twelve to Carolina transfer portal. Can we just make that a thing year after year? Uh, that would be incredible, uh, man. Yeah, I like I. I just I enjoy watching him play. He's tough, he gets after it. Um as you said, I think the the one thing the Tar Heels would have to learn to to wrestle with is he is not the shooter Brady is.
1: Mm-hmm. But again,
0: there is no Brady Manic out there anywhere, right? Like he is very much a unicorn in a lot of ways like that. But yes. you trade that for some things as as you said, Pack, that that Meyer would bring that that Brady didn't, you know? Like there's a little give and take there. Um mm-hmm. Uh, having watched him a lot, as you said, do you think who he is, like personality and stuff, do you think it it fits in with the culture of Carolina? I do. I think he's, uh,
1: first of all, he's a team first guy. And mm. uh, that, I think in itself, with North Carolina basketball, um, and you know, you mentioned something earlier about you don't think Hubert will bring someone in that the team isn't on board with. Hmm. And I think the team has a championship mindset right now. Uh, they're going to want to bring somebody in that's first of all willing to work and put the team first and I don't think there's anyone better fit for that role hmm. than Meyer. <laughs> uh, I think he's like literally the perfect fit for that as as far as what's in the portal uh, you're You're ah. right, you're not going to find another Brady manic, uh, but he's about as close to it as you're going to get hmm.
0: As a competitor, can you, like, here's something, the the one thing I keep thinking about for him is, like, can you humble yourself enough to say, I was coming off my national championship year, and then I, I'm a number one seed, and I get beat in the second round by this team. Could I go then play with them? What do you, like, you think he would? That's a tough thing. You know, I really don't know. Uh, yeah, man. I would I would have
1: a hard time with that. You know, just being a competitor and trying to put myself in his shoes. Uh, But at the same time, you've got to kind of put emotions to the side a little bit and think, Mm. you know, if I am coming back to college basketball, first of all, who gives me a chance to win? Well, North Carolina does just that. Who's a head coach I would love to play for? Who wouldn't want to play for at this point? And yeah. Who's, where's a place that I can get exposure and have it in the National Basketball Association? Well, North Carolina checks all three of those boxes. And so if you take emotions and you put them to the side, I think it's yeah. a no-brainer for him. And not oh, that there aren't other teams that. and other big schools sure, coming sure. for him. Uh, but if you really just look at the fit, how he could basically just slide right into Brady's role to an extent and what North Carolina could do for him, you know, I don't see how you
0: pass that up. Yeah, absolutely, and and obviously Baylor is is at the pinnacle of the sport right now. Like they're they're in that conversation with Gonzaga, with Carolina, a lot of these perennial teams right now. That's what Scott Drew is doing, mm-hmm. but there there is just the next level when you think about going to a place like Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, whatever, where it's like that's just that next level of exposure. And if you're wanting to get to the NBA, which he clearly does that that could be the next the only place you could go up really i think now you said if he comes back to college basketball and that is a bit another big question mark in this conversation because he's currently yes in the transfer portal but um he has stated my intent is to try to do everything i can to stay in the nba draft from mock drafts we've seen i don't see his name popping up <laughs> very many places but what do you think are the chances that he either actually would come back or that with somebody like North Carolina knocking on the door and and the NIL money that could be within there, maybe he gets a, an endorsement from a wig company for mullets or something, I don't know, and then uh, <laughs> can come in and, uh, and and come back and make a name for himself and make a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I um, agree on the fact that I haven't seen many mock drafts. Um, and that's not to, to discredit him. He's a great player. I think there's room for improvement, nope. though. Nope. Um, he's, he's got to develop the ability to shoot the ball better. Uh, what better place to do that than North Carolina, which our staff has shown to be great at uh, talent and player development. And so um, NIL is another huge <laughs> thing, that, what you mentioned. I think that that's an opportunity for him to, first of all, come better, and make some money in the meantime and give himself to play at the next level. So I anticipate, whether he goes to North Carolina or not, I do anticipate that he does withdraw from the draft, and he does you know, seek an option yep. through the transfer portal. That's
0: great. And he's just one year of eligibility, I believe, correct? I believe that's right, yeah. Yeah. And you know what's underrated about but
1: I haven't mentioned this yet. I can't believe I did, but you just I, – I can't believe I haven't mentioned it. Yeah, but you just brought it up and and made me uh, remember what I wanted. He's a great replacement hair wise, you know. I mean, not <laughs> yeah. not a lot of people have the Brady Bunch hair and beard, but we got the mullet no. from Meyer, and that would be yeah. just a great fit.
0: Yes, yes. All the Carolina hair from Kobe White's pro <laughs> to to Brady man man, it'd be incredible. He could definitely get in on that. yes. and so um here here's two two other things I wanted to mention too. I saw there's a, a group of Carolina people I'm in called Heels House. And uh, there was a comment uh, from a guy in there named Keith McBride, and he said I, I had posted something about Meyer, and he said plus he would only have to worry about Leaky putting him in jail and practice every day, and not in an actual game this time. And I was like, Bro, that is <laughs> savage. That is so good. I love it. That's hilarious. But but here's here's the other awesome. thing. I've seen several. Yeah. Right. I, I I've seen people like bashing the idea of Matthew Meyer coming, say like essentially comparing Baylor to to Creighton and what Ethan Roggi did to Kendall Marshall, and it's like that is not remotely in the same conversation to me. Like, yes, I know that game was interesting in the second round, but it's you. You don't have something against Baylor. You have something against Jeremy Sohan. Yes, absolutely. You have something against the refs for making it a close game. Absolutely. You don't have anything against Baylor or Matthew Meyer. Baylor's a great program. Matthew Meyer's a great dude. I don't know why any Carolina fan wouldn't welcome him with open arms. That makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I find that interesting. You know, people have takes like that. It just makes me wonder... You know, what is it What is it going to take for you to be like? I mean, it had no, no involvement in that. and A large part of that had to do with the refs not uh, getting control of the game. And wow. so that was, I, I say this often, but it was just poorly officiated. And when you get 18 to 22, they're competing for something that truly matters to them. Yeah, it's going to get chippy. And yeah, they're competitive. You can't hold that against them. That's part of competing and part of part of playing to win and so uh yeah yeah, we we got to move forward from that because he would be a great piece for taro nation and i think if he were to choose to come here that would be a win for us and we would need to to rally behind him yeah
0: i love i love it's it's almost like uh i'm gonna show my age here it's like adam banks coming to play for the mighty ducks in the first uh (laughs) mighty ducks movie (laughs) So uh, hopefully somebody out there gets that reference. That would be incredible. Well, uh, Pac, thanks so much for being here, man. It's great to talk again. I I love uh, all this great insight you're given both on Brady, but just on basketball in general. And and can't wait to keep having these conversations. Um, I'm with you. I think Matthew Meyer is the target. So let's go get him. Let's make that happen. But as for today, folks, yeah, (laughs) you know it. Uh, As for today, this is it for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. Please go subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, You can follow the show at Locked on Heels. You can follow Pac at Coach underscore K23. Love that. Make sure to go give him some love on Twitter. And you can follow me at Isaac Shade, I-S-A-A-C-S-C-H-A-D-E. Coming up on tomorrow's show, John Garcia Jr. joins us as he does every week to talk about Armando Baycott recruiting football players and these two Ohio State transfers that the football team has picked up in the past week. Great news there. Now that you've listened to Locked on Tar Heels, let me encourage you to make Locked on ACC your second listen of the day. Get all your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available anywhere you get podcasts. Well, hey, thanks so much for spending part of your Wednesday, hanging out with Coach K, hanging out with me. We're so grateful for you just for making time to talk with us about sports and Carolina sports. What a cool thing that we get to do. Hey, and on behalf of both of us, I want to remind you that it is a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace.